This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Everyone, welcome back to another edition of That Mill Podcast. Hope you're doing well. Joining myself, Omar, I've got my regular co-host, Mr. Mickey Simpson. Hello, Gaze, you all right? Yes, brother, you? Um, I've been better. Mill um, uh, continuing to lose away from home. What's that, 12 games about uh, a win now on the roads? Not great, is it, um, mate? Three goals we've scored and two of them we didn't even score. So, yeah, it's a result, really. We're doing fantastically well, as always. Um, yeah, well, we're no doubt we're getting to that in more depth in a bit, shall we? Um, you, you, you need to bring little wee coaching boy on. Show him your yellow jersey, Kai. Nah, yeah. it's over there, mate. It's over there. I can't we've believe that okay now. We've also got Kai Bennett with us, hello, mate. How are you? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, mate. Yeah, Wade Day Blues continue, don't they? So it's frustrating, but hopefully we can set the record straight on on Wednesday night. Well, I bloody hope so. We're going to talk, obviously, about the game on Saturday against Blackburn Rovers, which we all lose 2-1. Um, random points at the end. We'll talk about that in a bit more detail and what we thought of the day in general. And then we'll also talk about Wednesday night's game where we go up to New York City Stadium. Is it still called New York City Stadium, Kai? Yeah, I think... You muted yourself whilst talking there. I don't know how you did that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Kai. That will be out on YouTube shorts, bloopers <laughs> in a little while. So, uh, yeah, thanks, Kai, for that. Uh, see, I'm giving highlight reels, see? There you yeah, go. You are, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go straight to part number one of the show anyway and talk all things Blackburn away. Right, here we go, part number one of the show. Kai, talk to me about Saturday, mate. And we will lose 2-1 to Blackburn. An unchanged 11 for Millwall from the game against Blackpool. Two weeks in the international break. And not a lot to show for it, really, aside from a rally in 15, 20 minutes towards the end, pal. Disappointing away defeat once again. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's it's difficult to to talk about it because um, I think it was fair play. Firstly, fair play to the four hundred and two fans that went up there. That was a brilliant effort. Where uh, four hundred was it? Four five hundred and one. Four hundred six. Four hundred six. Oh, four hundred six. I thought it was four hundred two. Well, them, them extra four people. You know, well, well played to all football. You know, everyone that went up there was a, obviously train strikes and that. So, uh, fair play. Um, but no, not much to show for it on the pitch, was it? Um, first half, we looked like we could, we, uh, we, you know, we, we, we kept them at bay. Uh, but it's the same old stuff that seems, keeps to be ha- uh, seems to be keep happening. It's, it's crazy. We, you know, we can see one and we can see two pretty quickly after, and you, you can't keep coming back from two 0 down. And obviously, Coops does, does get a late goal, but uh, it was not enough. I mean, Fleming nearly, nearly equalised late on, didn't he? But it wasn't to be, and it's a, another away defeat. So hopefully, we need, we have to start pre-improving on the, on the, on the road. I think the nature of the defeat is there's context to it. Another enforced error, another mistake, Mickey. A hand handed goal to Blackburn for the first goal. I mean, Creswell and Long mix up there. I don't know who to blame for that, to be honest. I think they're both just as culpable. I think probably Creswell gets the blame mostly, but Shambles was the first goal to give away there in the second half, mate. Absolutely. I mean, realistically, you'd like to blame the keeper for not communicating that he was coming in for the ball. and. I think, you know, with watching watching the goal back, it looks as if Cresswell possibly got off footed a bit, um, with the ball pinging around a bit and he just you know, he wanted to try and make sure he weren't there and it and it obviously bounced off long. Um but, you know, 
they're professional football players. They shouldn't be making simple mistakes like that. Um, and, you know, if we'd been winning games left, right, centre, then it would have been put down as a simple mistake and we would have gone, oh, well, shit happens. But, you know, these mistakes where players just lose a will of concentration for a split second and and, and it gives a goal away and we get punished. Um, and then we have to listen to the same old bullshit in the post-match interviews, in the post-match, you know, stories and stuff they do where, you know, well, we were good. We, we had plenty of chances, but we didn't finish it and we do this and we do that. And it's just, it's just bollocks. Five games in a row on the road where we can see a two ga- two or more um, away from home, Kai. I think we also conceded, what did we concede to Cambridge? Was it 1-0 against Cambridge? Was it in the end? I think it was 1-0, right? So we've not kept a clean sheet on the road this season. Um, obviously, the first goal that we mentioned there was a mix-up between Creswell and Long. The second goal for me was even worse, a set-piece. I think a phobie gets a flick on whilst we're trying to clear it. Six minutes later, we're 2-0 down. Uh, Brothers and Diaz with the easiest of goals at the back post. Just it's it's a catalog of errors for Mill, and it's so uncharacteristic of a Mill side that's normally been resilient, hard to score against, especially from set pieces. We just seem all at sea at the moment, mate. And what, what do you make of that? It's, it's it's how do we rectify it, especially going to a place like Rotherham, who are just as handy and are always a handful of the sides. And yeah, admittedly they ain't got Paul as manager anymore, but you know them sort of positions, you know they're going to capitalise on our mistakes, especially set players on Wednesday night. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, the 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 talk about Rotherham though is that could you know, they could have a new manager in um by the time we play him in Matty Taylor. Um so obviously we have to avoid that that new that new manager bounce, um, which teams, you know, tend to do. We we've done it in the past. Um so, you know, it's gonna be a tough game up there. Obviously they did lose on the weekend, but they'll be looking to bounce back, same as us. Uh, but they've had a good start to the season. I think they've only lost two this season, Rotherham, which for a team that's that was probably um one of the favourites to go down. Have done pretty well so far. They've done better than us, so uh, we've got to go there with, with, with you know, try and turn things around. But same time, they they are going to be dangerous from set pieces, as you say. They they've got a few big lads, but then again, we we should be dangerous from set pieces as well. Some of the some of the the height we've got in the box, so it's going to be a tough game. But another one that really we you know we we should we should win if we if we play like we can. And just on that second goal, I mean, like I said, the set piece uncharacteristic for us to be, you know, so lackluster, but maybe it's a, it's a sign of the season so far, really, for us, isn't it? Like, moment lacks concentration, 2-0 down, mountain to climb, and game over at that point, really, it felt like. Yeah, definitely. We're just we're just getting punished, aren't we, for every mistake we make at the moment, uh, which could look at in the way, you could say it's unlucky, um, because obviously some teams miss that. I know, obviously, that that was a that was a mistake, and the first one was a, a big mistake as well, but... Um, it's difficult. Maybe, maybe last year's. Maybe we're, maybe we're, we're not so. Maybe we weren't so uh, more, more positive last year because you know there was times last year where Bart was keeping us in these games, and maybe, maybe perhaps we looked, we, we got out of trouble a couple of times last year for Bart and through Bart, and we, you know, we, we haven't remembered that because of the the, the the few goals we conceded. But I think they're both good goalkeepers, George Long and, and Bart, and and at the moment it's difficult for them to to stay playing the team with with the defence conceding so many. So, Mickey, we do get that goal back, like I mentioned, through Jake Cooper at 2-1 at a point in the game. I think Bury just came on um, and seven or eight minutes later makes that assist for Cooper. Nice cross into the box. Um, we go to a back four. We try and go for it. We rally towards the end. We have a couple half chances. Fogelsam has one right at the death as well. Just too little too late, weren't it, mate, on the day? And ultimately, you know, Blackburn got over the line and, you know, deserved to win the game, I felt like, overall. First half was a bit even, Stevens, but in reality, that second half, we just were all at sea for that 20, 30 minutes well, weren't we? No, I totally agree. I mean, it's like I said on a group chat, you know, the first half we looked to see if all we needed to do was take a couple of chances and we could have, you know, we could have pushed ahead. If we could have got those chances, we could have pushed ahead because Blackburn looked really, really shaky. And then all of a sudden, it's as if we had a, a, a switch at half time. When we come back out, we looked the team what was shaky and, and just, you know, we were we were open up for them to attack us they were suddenly going on a counter-attack and, and they were getting all the chances and we were just we just didn't know what to do. Um, and again, substitutions coming on way too late. I mean, I wouldn't have took Billy Mitchell off. Billy Mitchell looked as if, you know, he was one of the only players who seemed to be able to do something for us. And then we take him off, bring on. you got Bradshaw on the bench. Why the fuck ain't Bradshaw playing with a phobie? Stick, you know, have these people up front and go for attack from the start. I mean, half those players on the bench, you would have probably had a couple of those on from the start as a as a proper eleven. But I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Um, and maybe we'll come to it in a bit with the post match 
um, comments from um, Barrett. But Bury just Bury Bury is dangerous. You you know if you you let him get in that space, he is dangerous. He he can upset teams and create things. And I just don't know why he's not starting more games. It's uh, two wins in seven for Millwall. Five defeats to back up as well. What's it going to take to turn this around, Kai? What What is the... I mean, it's a million-dollar question at the moment for Gary Wright, I'm sure. I mean, you know, it's how how do you turn around the slump? We've made some changes to the side. We've kept one clean sheet in them seven games as well, which is so unmillwall-like, especially under Gary Wright as well. And this season, after 11 games, we find ourselves conceding 16 and only scoring 12. The score of 12 is not uncommon for us in 11 games. We don't often score many goals and blow teams away and find ourselves with double the amount of goals compared to games. But that goals against Colum, especially with obviously long in goal last couple of games, it's a real concern as well, isn't it? And how do we fix that? Sign Island Harland. <laughs> well, even this is what I, I find myself thinking, oh, Sean Hutchins injured. Yeah. He played 90 minutes four times this season in all competitions and we lost all four games. Like, that's yeah. including against Cambridge in the Cup. So, like, it's not even that we're missing key personnel, it feels like. It just feels like a, a an internal problem in that whole squad defensively. We just not get it right. And, and he's, and he's done everything. He's changed the goalkeeper, which is questionable. I know, obviously, you know, sometimes you think, well, I've rolled the dice on this, rolled the dice on that. I've got to change something else. So I'm going to go for the goalkeeper. Fine, fair enough. We won against Blackpool. Keeps long in goal. But... It's, it's a catalogue of errors constantly in this side. And the only thing he hasn't changed this season, guys, is going to back four. Uh, that's yeah. the only thing I, mean, I mean, you know, two two points really. One is, if you're watching this on YouTube, I do apologise with the dodgy curtains and the dodgy looking decor. It's, uh, I'm in the hotel in the middle part of Looks England. better than your normal cell, mate. I don't know. Yeah, that. yeah. Lovely, <laughs> lovely thick curtains. Yeah, yeah. Great, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so I do apologise for that. But no, my... I mean, look, you, you know, those of you watching, listen to the show regular and, and know the time, you know, my football knowledge you could write on the back of a matchbox. It, it's it's getting a lot better um, because otherwise these guys take the living shit and piss out of me on the group chat most of the time if I do fuck up and stuff. But personally, looking at the game when you're watching the game, what I want from a team, what I want from a Millwall team is at least more going forward. And... We constantly, and I fucking hate it, we constantly passing balls backwards. We're not using the length for that pitch. We're not using the width for that pitch. We just seem to be passing back, uh, especially the last two games, get it back to long, long then just fucking blast it up the pitch. And it's as if we've suddenly gone in a time warp and we're going back to fucking Harris lob ball football. Do you know what I mean? Long ball football, get it up to a wide man, the trouble, get it up to the, you know, the players at the front to have a go. And the trouble is, it's not going. It's going in opposition. Why can't we? We've got players who can run at people. Just give them the freedom to run at people, take it up, and then go for it. I mean, Malone can run with it. You know, fucking um, Bury can run. Fleming can go. Fucking everyone can run with the ball, but we just not seem to be letting them go with it. It's like, oh, shit, they're coming on. Pass back, pass back, pass back. Keeper's got the ball. Lob it out there, keeper, and we go run onto it and we lose it. And then counter-attack starts and we're fucked. Let's talk about individuals. Um, I'll go to you on this one, Kai. Not, I think probably one player comes out of that with a bit of pride on the weekend. That's Moose Fleming for me, if that. Hmm. Even then, he, you know, he had a couple of opportunities. One free kick, a couple of long-range efforts come to mind as well. Maybe yeah, the free kick he fucking... Don't you think the free kick, he, he fucked it, really? He didn't put enough power in it and he could have swerved it in a bit. Well, there's a couple of opportunities where you think, like, okay, he's, at least he's having the moments in the game. So you're kind of reassured by that. Aside from him, I thought Styles went missing in midfield, non-existent. I kind of forgot he was playing at one point, to be honest. <laughs> I thought Malone, Malone down the left-hand side was shocking again. You know, like, just there was no progression in that side. I don't think, he doesn't know his best 11. I don't think he knows a settled 11 that he wants to go with either. I don't like Shackleton at wing back. I think Shackleton was immense in midfield to start the season, first couple of games. He's fallen off a cliff. Um, Kai, any any kind of glimmer of hope on Sat from Saturday's game, mate? I think going back to the point about Gary not knowing he's probably he's he's you know he's, he's best side is it's difficult because if we didn't have oh, you know you don't want to keep blaming injuries because obviously I was we about to say don't mention injuries don't, yeah. don't mention injuries. <laughs> it's, 
it is, but it is hard to have your, you know, a settled side if people do get are in and out because in, in that best eleven, you know, do we have the players? You know, do players such as Mason Bennett get in there? Do players such as Hutch, you know, you know, Skipper Hutch, you know, captain? You're missing your, your, your captain and your, your, your Leonard, I suppose. Open but it's an excuse, Leonard too, I suppose. As yeah, well. Leonard. Yeah, yeah but it's an excuse. The players that we had on Saturday, it, it they can win a game. They are professional players who could win a game. They're good players who could win a game easily. They just don't look interested. They just... Uh, why, don't I look interested? Why don't I look I've, interested? I've got no idea why. I don't know whether or not they don't agree with the formation was being played. There's more going on behind the scenes than what we fucking know about. Um, you know... I don't necessarily know. There's lots of rumours coming around after every game, you know, Rats lost the dressing room, Rats done this, Rats done that. I've got no idea. I've got, you know, I'm not in that space. I've got no idea. But something doesn't look right. You know, the players looked, I don't know, they look fucked off. They just don't, don't look like a team where, I don't know, when we were scoring last towards the end of last season before Jed went, the players looked as if they wanted to be on the pitch, didn't they? They looked as if they were hungry. We just seemed to, you know, the fact that we've gone 2-0 down on a lot of games. Yeah, we come back, but we come back far too late. You know, Blackburn on Saturday, realistically, we just come back far too late. You know, when we start coming back at, what, 70, 75 minutes, it's too late. We're not going to suddenly get the momentum to come back and, and, and win it. It's you the know, same as much as I hope. So it's the same with yeah. our game season where we just rally at the end and it's it's like, well, yeah, where's this been the whole game? It's like, well, this is when the opposition is sitting off you and protecting the lead. So, like, the game's gone at this point. We've got the third rest, third worst defence in the league. Um, Who was, it? was it you, sitting? Was it you, sitting? Or was it someone on, on the space at the weekend who turned around and said, Gary's best team seems to be picked when he doesn't pick it, when it's picked for him, like injuries and stuff, when he's forced you know, to let the team pick itself as such, that's when we seem to to win a game. Well, I'd almost get behind that, to be fair. I'm amazed, just as a complete side note, Preston North End, have you seen their goals for against this season, either of you? Think? Oh, it's unbelievable, yeah. They've played 11 games. How many goals do you reckon they've scored, uh, Mickey? That's about four. They've scored three goals. How many goals against? Isn't it one or two? Four. So they've got a minus one goal difference after 11 games. Three goals scored, four against. <laughs> Ridiculous, that. <laughs> <laughs> they hadn't conceded a goal up until three games ago. That's ridiculous. That that is actually a ridiculous stat there. Um, the amount of nil nils in there that must be demoralising. Would you rather that at this point? They've got they've got the same amount of points as us. Or would you rather what we've got at this point in the season? There's a question for you. Probably the wins, to be fair. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard, been, isn't it? It's hard because like, the thing is, the football here's not, it's not been great. I mean, I personally, I'm worried. I, I'm worried. I was just what I'm about to say. Like, I, I see us getting turned over on Wednesday. And if we lose at home to Borough on Saturday, who are managing us at the moment, and probably have a new manager in by then, does he still I, have a job this week? I well, I think I don't think they're sacking. I, you know, everyone's going well. Berrison will get rid. I don't think Berrison is is that in tune. Yeah, he watches the games, but I think the decision comes for for Rowett to go. The decision will come from Steve Kavanagh. Kavanagh will tell Berrison enough's enough. We need to get rid of him because. Football's a business, and it's all about you know they've got to make sure that we're not going to slip too far down the table and, and potential relegation because that will cost us millions. Um, but do I think he'll go after two? I don't know. I think there's I, lots of investment in him. Um, and you know, you've got to look that as much as it as much as it fucking drives me mad to say it, he. He is, plays very, very boring football, but that's not new. He played it at Derby, he played it at Birmingham, he's played it at Stoke, he's played it everywhere he's gone. And his win ratios are always around, the, you know, 38, 40% across, you know, the average across he's, he's done. He's never renowned for scoring goals. I think since he's been in charge here, we've scored 174 and, and about 161 against. Um, so he's always been that way. But he keeps us as, you know, we are an established championship team. Um, we are, are we are we an established championship team that's going backwards, though? This is the this is the point. Well, like, this we are, is it. Oh, we're going backwards. Like, okay, it's only 11 games into the season, but this is the point where the season starts to take shape. 
Um, admittedly, if we won on Saturday, we might have been sitting in tenth place in the league or maybe eleventh. So like then we're like, well, that's kind of where we want to be, or minimum expectations where we want to be anyway. So it is too early to say how the season shapes up. However, I think the fans will take the decision out of the club's hands by Saturday if we get beat comfortably by Middlesbrough and we lose on Wednesday night. This is I agree with to an extent, but I remember when we had Steve Lomas in charge and we played Borough at home and we lost 2-0 maybe, I feel like. And we tried to back five maybe and we, was, we lost 2-0. And after the game, they're outside the reception, protested against him. But that was Lomas and his reputation perceived himself with his history and what he did as a player, who he played for, obviously. But... I do think, like, and especially the fans turning against the manager on Saturday as well. You could evidently hear it. I didn't go to the game, but I could hear it on on the on the feed watching iFollow. I can see it, it's going to turn. It's going to turn then, massively against him. I think, especially if if we get turned over on Wednesday night, which I, I I can't. I mean, it's a good opportunity to go and break this hoodoo for God's sake, and you know, back against the wall. We might get a result. Who knows? We won't get a better chance than on but Wednesday. Then, but then Saturday, I. I don't, if we get turned over and we lose both games, I can see him getting. I can see the club being forced into decision on Saturday. Potentially, I, I can see that happening. That's an arrow. What do you think, Mickey? No, I think I, I do agree with you. I think there's a there's a very very thin ice moment there that you you really don't want the fans to properly turn because you know, like so, you know, I said earlier, we are we are horrible cunts. Right, there's no fucking getting around it. It's facts. Do you know what I mean? We are horrible cunts, yeah. Um, that we will support you, but as soon as we start losing faith in you, that's when it gets dangerous. And with everything else, what's going on with you know people getting banned for shit, with you know which we we go on to a later later point once things have been dealt with a lot more than where they are at the moment, we can speak about it a bit more for silly little reasons and the old bill jumping up and down on people and the price of stuff and the cost of living and everything else, you, you've suddenly got a powder keg waiting to go bang. And and that's the problem you've got is that literally everything's going to add up where as soon as fans stop going to games and going, fuck it, I'm not going, what's the point of shit? I'm not going to pay the money to go see them. And the club starts getting an impact that way. And they start turning and booing and fucking giving him shit when he walks into the car park and they're having to give him security and everything else. And the writing's on the wall then. It's literally, you know, the clubs, the fans have already had pops at, you know, Kavanaugh throughout the, the last year over certain bits and pieces and all that. You suddenly, you know, it's a dangerous situation, potentially, what could go bang. How do you win the fans back over at this point? If 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 say well, it's win, isn't it? I mean, it's the same as last year, wasn't it? When you had when you had certain people screaming for the rowit out and all this lot, and now they seem to be in the rowit loving, always oh, great. You know, he's done us okay scenario. But listen, we always knew he played shit football. It's a decision what we probably wouldn't have picked to have rowit because of the style of football he has. It's not necessarily a Millwall style of football. But the only way to win the fans back for now is to have wins. Because we're moving up the table and we're having wins, then great. But okay, so then we've had three seasons where you could say we've had the same outcome ninth, twelfth, ninth, eleventh, and eighth, is it? Eighth, ninth, eighth, eleventh, and ninth? Yeah. Any of the above. What kind of order it comes in? But it's them three results for sure. We're not really going forward. Are we, I suppose? And are we going to achieve what we want to do with him in charge? And if the yeah. answer is no, and we all think no, then do we roll the dice or do we just take that kind of safety blanket? And Or do we go for someone completely different? I mean, you know, Kyrie said pre-show, you know, I think that Watford manager, what was his name? I forgot his name. Luke, Rob, was it Edwards. Luke? Rob Edwards, that's it. Who's Luke Robinson? Why is that name in my head? No idea who that is. <laughs> and he'll be BBC journalist, political Maybe. journalist. Yeah. With but the bald head and the glasses. But then, if you're if you're Millwall, do you do you take the risk and go for someone like Edwards, who is relatively untested? Like, you know, he's at Forest Green Rovers, and then obviously but he plays attacking football, though, doesn't he? He's got something about him. Well, he didn't score many goals at Watford, either, to be honest. Like, I, I just think I want to see a well-drilled side that plays a back four and has two wingers. To be honest, like, that's what I want. I, I want a I want an old-school Millwall turn at this point. I want. I wouldn't have Harris back, by the way. It's not me saying this, but I want. An, oh, a, don't. I want a manager a la Harris where it's like four four two, 
just going back to what we're any more successful team has been in our lifetime, which we've always studied and always said it, has two wingers, two foot forwards, and goes for it and tries to get the fans off their seat and get them excited. You don't really get excited watching this middle team. And I, 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 I can't remember the last time. When was the last time I walked away from Millwall thinking, fuck me, what a win, what a performance? Maybe Stoke on the opening day. Stoke on the opening day, Stoke were poor though. Stoke were really poor yeah. and we just recapitalised. It was a nice win. What was the game? Where we, was it uh, Huddersfield's? When was that one? Last year? Last year. Oh yeah, on Sky, we could have scored about six or seven if it wasn't. That was, that's, the only, that's the only time, and before that I'd probably say not the Forest away before COVID. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Well, I'm like off my seat going... Fuck me! What performance today? That's How not, about that's not... at home? Yeah, I suppose so. But people were already relegated at that point, right? Barnsley. Oh, I don't know. Maybe when Danny scores two goals. Yeah, uh, there's been, but there's not. There's a few far in between, in my opinion. Am I wrong? This is like this is no. Right. You're right. I think you're totally you're right. right. I don't. You think need right. to. Uh, there's not been, like, even the Blackpool win. You know, one nil up, one one, go off to booze at half time at a 1-1 which is like crazy in itself but it's a sign of where we are at the moment and then it's like well get this get these get these fans on side play football that we associate with I, I understand what he's trying to do it's the modern way of playing football we'll have three yeah. central defenders our defenders can't play with the ball at their feet why are you giving Jake Cooper no. the ball and asking him to do like oh I, I, don't even start me I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. About the whole start of the game on Saturday where Cooper's running up from, from, the, from, the goal, from the kickoff. What's that about? Did any of you notice that? What's that? At the start of the game, yeah. I shit you not, we had kickoff. Cooper then proceeds to run forward like the target man. Did you not see this? Am I the only one that witnessed yeah. this? Well, honestly, if you can watch back the game, watch the first minute of the game, we have the kickoff, goes back to the fence, and Cooper's bombing forward like he's Matt Smith. I'm not even joking. Watch it back. I'm like, well, that's what we worked on for two weeks at fucking Calmer Road. It was ridiculous. Oh, is that what you mean by your, when you text now? You went, is that what we really understand? Honestly, like, what is he doing? It's literally like we're sending him forwards like a player. B. I was thinking, is he playing up front today? What is it? I just think we're, I, I think we're desperate. I think the rat, rat's desperate. Mill, I mean, I mean, I saw the other earlier on today, which I think is you know spot on. I would play, I would play Criswell and Cooper up front. They're the fucking only thing to be the cunts what can score in a minute. Oh, God, Vicky. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Chris Wells, Chris Wells a leading goal scorer. Cooper, Cooper, I think, scored two in three this season so far. So, yeah, yeah. How about the Swansea defenders? Can we have them up top as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, the thing what gets me, right, is that, okay, we're shit, right? And we know we're shit. We can all see what's the problem. We can all see what we need to do. We can all see how we should be playing. We can see when we need to make substitutes, who we need to leave on and do. He keeps taking players off. We go, okay, fine. He's got the stats and he might be running out, burning and all that. We'll take that into consideration. But come out and do it, at least do an honest press conference for fuck's sake, rather than coming out going, I mean, does Barrett really understand what he's been watching the last few weeks? You know, oh, well, Bury's coming in to be a good player. He just needs to get a bit more consistency. Well, you know, really sorry. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm I've got no football knowledge, Barrett. Um, but play the fucking cunt more, and then they fucking have consistency. You fucking bald headed prick. It's simple. <laughs> the, isn't it? the, irony, the irony of that statement. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of Bournemouth away, Mickey. <laughs> huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. But am I wrong? 
I'm with you though, mate. I'm with you. I agree. Why? Why are we not? Please, what my whole point though. Like, there's nothing exciting about that eleven on Saturday apart from seeing Fleming. There's no, there's no excitement in that middle side, and we're playing players yeah, like we don't the right wing back. He's oh, for me, he's best in midfield. Get the ball. But I, I don't think you could, you're shoehorning all these players into the side now, and it's like Styles is he a midfielder? Is he left wing back? Is, is he? A, is, but is he a master? Is he? Is he a jack of all trades, master of none? Is, well, when you play him left wing back, at least he seems more alive. And the other thing that I've got with it is that Fleming on his on his, when he joined on his interview, yeah, I like to play number ten position just below, just behind the front attackers and all that. Okay, yeah, no worries, right? You can go and fucking you can go back there, or you can go fucking over there. Not the position where you've told us you can play. You've told us where you like playing. It's as if Gary Rowe has gone around the team and gone right. Okay, no worries. Um, who are you? Oh, you're a striker. Yeah, no worries. Pick up some goalkeeping gloves on the way out for me. And where do you play? Oh, left wing back. Yeah, no worries, mate. You can play fucking attacking right-hand side. All right. It's, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Enough's enough. Why? Why? You're a proven coach, right? You've, you've got fucking ample enough experience. You've played football forever and a day across various leagues, right? How the fuck can't you see this in players of where to go? Unless you suddenly see something we don't. I'm going to buy an attacker, but you're a great central defender instead. So I'm going to move you into central defence and I'm going to teach you how to play central defence. So at least if we are winning 1-0, we can convert a whole 10 field players into defence and park a bus. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But... I don't think I've ever had a show where you two have agreed so much with me I think I might have to clip this and put this as a, you know, put this as a little one of those little digital photo things on my wall, mate. Do you know what I mean? You've had your, you your weight bix, mate, today. That's what it feels like. I don't know. You feel like you're making good points. Maybe it's here. the hotel. Yeah, you've had your weight bix, mate. Whatever you're doing, mate. I've had my steak. It. I've had my steak and everything else, mate. Do you know what I mean? I've had, I've had coffee and all that, mate. Yeah, I'm buzzing. I've had lots of lots of caffeine. So yeah, I'm fucking. But yeah. the thing is, like, I think we all we all see the problems. We all think there's a problem. It's just like, how do you get it all to align into place? Like, it's a catch twenty two, isn't it? Like, I just, I just think there's a very dangerous, there's dangerous things brewing within Millwall. Cost of living, charging fortunes for shit. This Millwall TV, we're putting everything through that. More money, charging, charging, charging. The players aren't playing. You know, fucking, what was it the other week? Putting barriers up so fucking players don't get harassed coming into the ground and all this sort of shit. You've just, it, it's it, it's going to go one or two ways. You're either going to fucking, you're going to make it and we're going to start winning games and the crowd's going to suddenly come back in and support as we climb up the table and get into the playoff positions and, and, and start making a big stance there. Or we're going to go down the rest of the table, down towards the bottom and all of a sudden, something's going to go bang. Um, and then the club will be fighting that for the next five years and fucking people will be getting into trouble and everything else. It reminds me very much of the atmosphere around coming up to the Birmingham back 2001, didn't it? Interesting. You just needed one one little tiny bit of something to light that fuse and bang. Lowest gate of the season on Saturday if we don't win on Wednesday night? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? Well, we'll see. If that starts to happen, then maybe there will be a decision to be made, like you're saying, if the gate starts to drop. Um, I'll tell you what, we'll end up part one here. Part number two, we'll come back, talk a bit about Rotherham on Wednesday, but more so we'll say what kind of 11 we both want to, we all want to play on, on Wednesday night. So we'll leave that there. Come back to part number two right, right after this. Right, part two of the show. Let's do it. Go on, Kai. Tell me on Wednesday night... If you were the manager of Millwall, you're not Gary Rowett, you're just the manager of Millwall right now. You know who's injured, you know who's available. What sort of team would you like to see go out there on Wednesday night to try and get a result and end this right away from home? So, I want Barton goal. Definitely. I want Danny McNamara at right, wing, uh, right back. I want uh, Cresswell. And I want Cooper, back to the back, uh, two, two centre-backs. Back. And I want Murray Wallace as left back. Really? No, yeah, because I, I was because we want to keep 
Murray Murray has to be one of the most reliable players. He's had a fuck. Apart had a from apart from the last two games where yeah. he's been dog shit. Yeah, no, no, he has he hasn't been great. But I think you know he's that, been shit this season. They've all been shit this season. To be fair, I think, yeah. I mean, I don't think you're right. I mean, that's that's why I would then go. That's why I'd put. I would put. I'd keep Styles in the midfield. He's going to fucking mention Evans in a minute. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Uh, Styles in the midfield with um, B- uh, Billy Mitchell. Definitely. And then I'd play Zian Fleming just ahead of him. I'd play Tyler Bury on the right. Benny Kofobi down the middle. And it's a tough one. If Mason Bennett was fit, I'd put Mason Bennett well, on the left. Isn't. He's not. So, therefore, I'll go for Voggy. Did you have Bury in there as well? Sorry, I wasn't... Yeah, Bury on there. the right. And actually, go, go Bury on the left because he can cut in then. And then Voggy on the right. I think I'd agree with most of your team there. I think I'd probably have Shackleton and Mitchell in the midfield, though. I, I like the two of them. Or even Savile and Mitchell. I like yeah. Shackleton. I like Styles. I just think... I think Savile... I think he's not really had the... He's not had a proper... He's had a few games in the side. But I think him and Mitchell are our best two in midfield still. I would say play three midfielders and go sh- maybe Shackleton, Savile and Mitchell. Only thing with that is then you sacrifice the idea of playing Fleming in the 10. Yeah. Um, but then maybe you could have Fleming... And Bury, like kind of floating around in in the front two, kind of either side of a phobie. But then, do you want to play a phobie up front? A phobie flat to deceive to me. I know he's got a couple goals, but if you play him up front on his own, as well, he struggles. Maybe, maybe Fleming, maybe have Fleming, Bury, and Vogel somewhere up front, and just ask them to interchange a lot between the three of them. Like just maybe give them free reign. Yeah, give, like kind of get them to kind of you know kind of work together, kind of maybe kind of overload a certain side of the pitch at times. Just try and do something a bit different. I mean, I, I agree with everything you said there, Kai. I'd go for a back four. I'd have Creswell and Cooper. I'd like to see the pair of them kind of put a partnership together with Hutch and Indy. Would you, you have Wallace? I'd have Wallace still at left back. I think Styles is a left wing back. I don't think mm. I'd like to see him play left back. Maybe do a job, still do a right. But I think I'd like to see Murray Wallace left back. He's been poor, uh, but they've all been poor, to be honest. I'd keep, I put Dave McNamara back at right back. And I think I'd agree with what was, Yeah, I'd probably go three midfielders, actually. I'd go Shackleton, Savile and Mitchell and have kind of Fleming, Vogelslammer and Bury just amongst the three of them, just change it up a little bit. Be, be you know, mobile, try and kind of get the ball on the floor and on the counter-attack, try and hit teams at pace. I think so Bennett... Sorry? You wouldn't, you wouldn't play Bradshaw? I like I would, Bradshaw. I would, I would play Bradshaw with Bury, with but Fleming probably, just behind them, probably. But Bradshaw... Is a winning runner, but I think if you want to do that, you want to have Bradshaw and a phobia up front and have two like strikers working together. I'd like to just kind of see Bury and Vogel Slammer have free reign with Fleming. I think I, I think it could be something in there. To be that, honest. Could, that could be that could be quite a dangerous attacking. Yeah. Um, yeah, that could be quite a dangerous. Target um, the wide areas. You overload the certain positions of the pitch and just try and like kind of force an issue out of the opposition. Because all three of them can run down the side and run in with the ball, well, and they can all yeah. shoot, and they yeah. can all shoot from distance. Well, so yeah. realistically, they can they can get out there and shoot. So yeah, you're sacrificing well, when they're, when they're all fit, but is that okay? I was going to say, when, when they're all fit, if when he's fit, it would be interesting to see Mason Bennett, Tyler Bury, and Voggy. Uh, not Voggy. Mason Bennett, uh, Tyler Bury, and Zian Fleming together. Bennett's not far away, is he, right? Bennett's uh, he's played today. Yeah, well, so he's not going to play Wednesday, is he? 40, no, he only played 45, though. Um, he scored. Well, yeah. So, um, might be on the bench for maybe half hour. He's a good... He's, if we, if we, can, we can get him on, he's definitely got the quality to do something, hasn't he? So. Mickey, you got an ever for us? I'm going. I agree with Bart back in goal. By the way, I don't think Long's been terrible. He wasn't great Saturday. He looked nervy at times as well. One point came for a set piece and looked lost. But I think Bart's just that steady head you want back in that side. I think, in in my opinion, I would have defence. Yeah, I'd have Bart. I'd probably have. I'd probably have to say. But I, I was going to say that a Phoebe Bradshaw up front with Fleming behind him, but I think. You're having those three with free reign in that attacking area could be interesting to watch. It's just something different, isn't it? It's just something yeah. kind of all, kind of shake things up all, a bit. And they're all proper lively. Do you know what I mean? They're proper have a go. And I, I think, you know, what you got to lose. Do you know mm. what I mean? Um I mean all else fails. 
Ultimately, he's got to change it. If we like have a back five again tomorrow night, he won't know, though, will he? Or, or, or tomorrow night when the show goes out, Wednesday night, if we like, surely he wouldn't, right? Surely he's going to ditch the back five on Wednesday. I don't know. Is he? Is he Kai? Is he going to ditch it? What do you? What do you think? I don't think so. I think. I think he. I think he believes in it. And I mean, I. I don't. I'd, I'd obviously, I'd like to see about four now. I'd like to see something change. But I, I think he believes in it on the on the, especially away from home. I mean, it hasn't been working. It hasn't been working home or away really. Even though you'd argue that we have scored uh, more goals at home, but I don't know. To be fair, it'll be a perfect time to test out a back four against Rotherham because they're not going to be the most. You're not going to be free flowing, are they? So, it'd be the perfect time to test out a back four if, if there ever was one because Borough will be a, be a tough one on Saturday. So, it'd be interesting to see what he does. And how's Rotherham been doing? They lost on the weekend, you said, right? Yeah, lost on the weekend. I've, I've got three nil on my head for some reason. I'll fact check it for you. I've got three nil on my head to so like someone like Huddersfield or something. I just uh, thought, am I bigger than Barrett? By the way, are you bigger Cause, than Barrett? Yeah, because I'm going to see him in a couple of weeks. <laughs> and if he listens to the show and watches it, yeah. I've <laughs> oh, lost two nil at home to Wigan. Two oh, nil, wow, fucking three nil. Oh well, yeah. I'm just thinking, I just called him a prick. I just, I just forgot that I'm going to be seeing him in a few weeks. As and such, the last game, a remembrance game. Robin play a back five, so I think that kind of confirms we'll play a back five. I think we'll play back five. I don't think we won't. Yeah, it's unless, now. It's unless he now. wants to keep his job. Well, because the, yeah. this is the thing: is he going to try and do something where he's going to keep his job, hoping that Steve Bruce gets a sack? so that he can then potentially walk and try and go there or get permission to go talk to them or Borough as well. I mean, they're both teams what would probably suit him. Borough might be too far north for him, but West Brom would be ideal. Plus, he can he can go back with his love fest, can't he, with, um, with Jed Hoon. Do you think he's looking for a, a step away then? Do you think if, if the option came for... A... I mean, it's, it was obviously rumoured QPR potentially in the summer. I think the West Brom job as well and the Blackburn job. Like, I don't know if he actually went for them or not, but there were the rumours that went round and the rumour mill yeah. sometimes, right? Do you think he's looking for that step if it, if it comes up? to Is is he actually so, someone that maybe clubs will actually take the risk on as well at the moment? I don't know. Is he is his stock high at the moment? Is it low? I don't know. What do you think well, his stock's high because he's kept us he's kept us in, in the championship, isn't he? In the mid-table championship. And you think where West Brom were last season and where they're potentially they're going to be this season. Um, yeah, I mean, he is a good, solid championship coach. It's just he's never taken a team on promotion, is he? Then again, you know, most other managers we've ever had hasn't taken this on. I think he's the 17th at the current current statistics is about the 17th best Millwall manager we've had. He's the third longest serving manager in the championship, or is he the second longest serving manager in the championship? Second. Yeah, I think he's I think second. he's the second. Crazy, second. right? Who's he behind? Um he's three years in the job, isn't he? It's it's it's, yeah, it's no, mad no. that he's the second longest serving manager in the championship. Really? When you look at Gareth what's his name at Wickham, he's Gareth been there Wickham. since yeah, he's been there since twenty he's been there since twenty twelve. But this and is then it, you look like, at Gary's been been there since what, three years ago? I'm still adamant. Like it's mad how many championship managers have already been sacked at this point of the season. Wild has been sacked yeah, yeah. as well. I do think you'll get to the break between the World Cup and obviously running games. I, I you will see managers get sacked left, right, and centre still. So there will be a merry-go-round come in, um, and he might maybe, he might get a job elsewhere. Who knows? Maybe that might be on his mind. Would you want Wilder? I'll take Wilder in a heartbeat. Would you? He plays the same level style of football though, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, same back five though. In a heartbeat, I'll take him in a heartbeat. I would honestly, and it's, I know Middlesbrough's not gone well for him, but I do think Mill is more like a Sheffield United sort of club. The fans are quite similar, um, and we suit that kind of tag of like that. They were similar at the time up with people. Obviously, that almost double promotion as well. Or was it double promotion, or was it then he got playoffs and then the year after they went promoted? I can't quite remember, but I do think he'd, he'd get us. He'd get us. He'd get a tune out of this team. I, I tell you honestly, I think he would. And I think we need a fresh ideas. And if, so and what's if, the difference? Then? And if this team is built for the five at like the back formation, have someone else come in with different ideas about that formation. I think he'd, I think he'd take to like a duck to water. To be honest, I, I really do. It, again, that's my opinion. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. But I, I think 
I, I felt at this point that we missed out on him when he went to Middlesbrough, to be honest, when we talk about are we going to change Rowett or not? And obviously we didn't and finished the season quite strongly, but I don't know. I'd, I'd take it, it hard, if, if you were the chairman or the CEO, because we know it's the CEO that's going to make the decision here. Is it though? I think it could be yeah. Belson that makes the ultimate decision. It's Belson's club. Belson owns the club. He's the one that bankrolls it. He does, yeah. But does he make the decisions on the day-to-day or does he get told stuff? No, he gets told. I don't he gets, know. He gets, mate, he gets told. Do you know what I mean? He, he, he gets told. He gets told what's going on and then he can make a decision there. But I would say that probably more likely the conversation would be Steve would phone up and go, hi, John, even though John phones him every day. It will be, um, hi, John, I think the time's right now that we need to we need to move on. This is who we we think would possibly do a replacement and we need to get rid of him. This is how much it's going to cost if we, we push him now or we push him in a month, two months, and this could be the consequences. And that's how it's going to go. Well, that's an interesting question, but I guess we'll only ever know it after both of them leave the club or Berylson sells it and Kavanaugh moves on. I, I personally think Berylson makes the decision because he's the one that's got his money in the club. It's his money every year. It's not Kavanaugh's money that's funding the club. As as one day I used to be a, a position. Um, I disagree with you, but I, I, I'll, I take know, I'll take your point. Uh, Day to day running, day to day running. You're not wrong. I imagine Kavanaugh runs the club day to day, and Berylson's then giving updates on it, maybe weekly or fortnightly. Don't get me, I, I, However, I don't if Berylson me decides enough's enough, it's his club. He he will decide whatever whatever happens. He has Berylson will have Berylson will final say it, but the footballing decision will be made from. <laughs> I I strongly believe from Steve Kavanagh because of it, he he will make the decision that it's time for him to go and he will sort out the financials and everything else and then he'll go to John and go, John, you need to write a cheque for X amount of millions or this is the serif, this is what we've done. We're going to be paying him every month for the next so long. Uh, I need you to agree to this, sign it off and I'll do the I'll do the thingy. You know I write you know the statement will be written by the press department. Have a read for it. Let's put your name to it. Post it out. Thank you very much for all your hard work. Uh, you're a bit of a cunt. Now, fuck off and play your five at the back somewhere else. Thank you very much. Okay. Winless in 12 games. Away from home. Yeah. Going since into this, what, Reading? Since Reading away. Kai? Yeah. What's the score going to be for from Millwall? What's the score going to be, mate? Last like- win for Millwall was the 5th of March away from home. So, go ahead, mate. That sounds like really rogue. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think if we win, I don't think if we win, I don't think we win one nil. We win two nil. I okay. truly believe that. Well, are we going to win two nil, or is it going to? What's, what's happening? Mate? <laughs> are we going to get the first prediction from Kai this season, Mickey, and probably forever where it's not confident, Kai? I, I think this could be a thing, here, mate. Go, go on, Kai. Tell me the score. What's the score going to be on Wednesday night? If uh, um, I'll go nil nil. Oh, this is the first time I think Kai's never predicted a Millwall win. I hope this means we turn him over and Lady Luck comes on our side. But Mickey, that's, that is the first time Kai's never predicted a Millwall win. That's it. And there's another clip. Thanks, Kai. Um, that, yeah. says, that says a lot. That says a lot, yeah. right? He's yeah, the most popular fan I know. Yeah. Blind faith, yeah. everything. Yeah. I'm not going to pick a team. I'm just going to pick a score. Yeah. And I'm going to say 4-0. <laughs> you got to say, you got to say context here. <laughs> no, because it, it, I, one of the teams on Wednesday are going to score four goals against the other team, <laughs> and I don't know which one. But one of them, I, I, I when, when, we, when you turned around and said scores, I had four coming to my head. Right, I've got no idea why. I've got no idea at all. Right, fucking hell, I look like fucking Trump there. Um. <laughs> But yeah, four come in, and I'm 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 not crazy enough to say Millwall's going to score four goals because I really can't, honestly, in current situation, believe that. But I think I'm just going to go one of the teams is going to score four, or maybe a team on that night through the championship might score four. But there's some reason there's four in my head. So we're going to win one nil. Yeah, we're going reverse psychology, shall we? Yeah, yeah. 
I'm going to go uh, two on Rotherham, and I think we also lose on Saturday. And if that happens, I I think Rat's gone after the weekend. Personally, there you go. But I I think also we might get results, Middlesbrough. Mean, who knows? But I do think we lose two one on Wednesday night. I don't see us getting the result. I don't see him playing a team that we all want to see. I don't see him dropping back four. If we drop back four, if I mean if we go if we drop back five, and if we play a side that looks you know kind of like he's kind of took the shackles off, and we're going for it. I'll, I'll feel confident going into the game thinking, all right, let's give us a go. And if we lose 1-0, but we rally and we look good, I'll support the manager. I'll, I'll back it. If we play back five, go 1-0 down first half, the second half makes a few changes, go 2-0 down, then we get 2-1 and rally at the end and lose 2-1. It's going to be the same Saturday, and Saturday is going to be a fucking tomosterous, tomosterous. I can't remember the words I'm trying to say. Saturday's going to be t- turbulent then if, if we lose on Wednesday night. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm going to go 2-1 Rotherham. There you go. That's where I'm at at the minute. Anything you want to add, Kai, before we go, pal? No, I don't think, that, I think that's probably about it. Mickey? Uh, no, just congratulations to all those who um, ran the marathon yesterday. Well done to you all. Um, I've done it in 2018, mate. It's uh, It's definitely worth something doing if you've never done it but it's definitely something I won't be doing ever again. And um, and just a good shout-out to Brian Woods, um, who's running 35 marathons in 35 days. Uh, today he's finished his second one, and tomorrow he starts his third one, um, remembering all those falling through the Falklands, Iraq, and Afghanistan. Um, you can find him on Twitter. Give him support. Give him a retweet. Uh, Brian Woods, uh, MC. Um, and it's across other social media, but yeah, good luck to Brian. And uh, yeah, hey ho, we're done. Um, there was something else I wanted to say, but can't fucking remember now, so who cares? It's quite nice not having a monologue from Mickey that last four minutes long at the end of the show, to be fair. So nice one, Mickey. <laughs> Go on, nibble. Oh, I've got a little finger, I'll take that. <laughs> I'm not going to nibble. Everyone knows you're a cunt. <laughs> well, there you go. We'll do Some contentious debate topics there. Who makes decisions at Millwall? Who is the person that has the final say on if we sat Gary right or not? Get your comments below in the comment section below. I think you can get the vibe from us. I'm pretty sure everyone's got a similar vibe going to Skype Wednesday. Normally, it means we turn up and win. That's the only thing I'll say to that. I'm not join confident. Us. I don't see it happening. But join us later in the week. We'll talk about it. Join that us game. on Wednesday. Join us on Wednesday, mate. We'll be doing a live Twitter space straight after the game, mate. So uh, join us on Wednesday and have your say. Check out our socials at that Mill Pods. We're out of here. Hopefully we'll come back on Wednesday night from smelly Yorkshire with three points. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.